Welcome back to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Today I'm speaking with Mel. She's a university student studying PR and communication. She's one of the most generous ladies I know and has been on the podcast before to discuss sharing our God-given gifts with one another. So Mel, big welcome to HGD again for the second time. Woohoo! Thanks for having me back. To help us get to know you better, what are three go-to essentials that you have been loving lately? I have had like the worst chap lips this winter, winter so yeah. I've needed lip balm and you know how sometimes it just dries you out? I was like, I need to find one that doesn't do that. So I found this one from Clarence and it's called Instant Light Lip Touch or something like that and it comes in a tube and it just is so pretty and smooth and it's like really creamy so it doesn't dry anything out. And it looks really pretty as well. Thank you. Looks great. <laughs> it's like a pinky colour. <laughs> so good. And then my other one, I have been reading Love Lives Here by Maria Goff with my small group and it has just been so good. The chapters are really small so you can just sit down for like 15 minutes and read a chapter and they're all stories. Exactly. And then finally my last one. It's a bit like of a snoop. <laughs> but I love the new Snapchat feature that lets you um, find out people's location. <laughs> I love to just know where my friends are. Chrissy's at work. Jess is shopping. <laughs> so Maybe. Creepy. Oh no, she's at the park. She's at the park. But it's so cool. Like my friend <laughs> Sav was over in Portugal and I could see her there. I was like, oh good, she's safe. <laughs> If you want to hear about Mel's journey so far, head back to episode number 36 and check it out. But today we're going to get straight into the topic because I think it's so important. Mel, what topic are you going to share with us? Today I'm going to talk about why worship. Why is worship being an important topic in today's society? Well, I think like in the world today we can worship so many things without even thinking about it. Whether it's like money or popularity, people, possessions, or even a certain lifestyle, we all have that one weakness that gets in the way of living a full life with Christ. Mm. And I think part of our problem here is time. You know, so many girls who have come before me on the podcast have discussed that as women we fill our lives up with as much as possible and we glorify busyness because when we're busy it looks like we have it all together. In the same way, if we are spending all of our time comparing ourselves to our favorite Instagrammers or looking at celebrities and wishing we had their money and fame, seeing our best friend doing something incredible with her life and wishing that we could be in her position or, you know, chasing after the perfect man, we lose sight of the one who is actually worthy of our praise, devotion and time. Mel, what experience have you had with discovering the importance of why we should worship? Comparison is one thing I've definitely struggled with and it's gotten in the way of me worshipping God. As a new Christian 10 years ago, I looked around in church and I felt insecure and unworthy about who I was and what I looked like. And I would conform to what everyone else was wearing, saying or doing because I thought that if I didn't, no one would like me. This carried across to the times I was in worship during service. I would be standing in church and instead of focusing on God, I was focused on the people around me and what they were doing. And instead of raising my hands in surrender, I was raising 
using them because everybody else was. In the end, God showed me that the only one thinking about me in those moments was me. I was at Hillsong Conference a few years ago and Jen and Brian Johnson from Bethel Church were guests. And after a night rally, they usually have an extended worship session and they both came up on the platform. A few moments into the first song, Jen took off the pair of really high wedge shoes that she was wearing and started to just dance around the platform in an almost like ballerina way. I've never seen anybody worship like this with such joy and without inhibition. I felt like I'd been living under a worship rock. <laughs> I was like, I had no idea. How did I not know it was okay to move around and dance? And I'm not a dancer. I don't think I'd ever be able to do what Jen does. It was definitely a wake-up call. Don't hold back anymore, Mel. I realized I was missing out on experiencing God in a way that only I could when I worshipped him with my whole heart. Jamie spoke to us a few weeks ago about how we experience God. And for me, singing to God is one way that I feel closest to him. So worshipping to music has really opened up a new way of feeling his spirit and being transformed by it. What's God's perspective on worship? There's so many passages in the Bible that tell us God's perspective on worshiping him. My favorite is from Zephaniah 3, 14 to 17. Sing, daughter Zion. Shout aloud, Israel. Be glad and rejoice with all your heart, daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away your punishment. He has turned back your enemy. The Lord, the King of Israel, is with you. Never again will you fear any harm. On that day, they will say to Jerusalem, Do not fear, Zion. Do not let your hands hang limp. The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. Bible scholar Alexander McLaren says, for every throb of joy in man's heart, there is a wave of gladness in God's. The notes of our praise are at once the echoes and occasions of his. We are to be glad because he is glad. He is glad because we are so. We sing for joy and he sings for joy over us with singing. I love this because if we really think about it, it all comes down to his love for us. Have you ever had one of those moments where your heart could just burst for how much you love God? For me, I I can't remember there being a time where I was prompted to say, I love you, Lord, because of something that I had done. It's always been because God has shown me how he loves me, whether it was a passage in the Bible or a beautiful sunset. He says, I love you. And I'm prompted to say, I love you too, Lord. Our praises are the echoes and occasions of his. And if we look further into the New Testament, we can see that Jesus himself worshipped and not just in times of happiness when it was all going well. In Matthew 26, 30, we see that he sung a hymn with the disciples after the Last Supper. I can scarcely imagine the turmoil going on inside his heart at that point, knowing he was about to die, and yet he worships God by singing psalms. And more than that, Bible commentators argue that there is little doubt that he actually led the singing. If he worshipped, we can surely assume that we're better off doing it too. As you were going through this stage of learning to worship God, what inspired you? So about two years ago, I was going through a really dark time and I knew what the scriptures said about God's faithfulness, but I just couldn't bring myself to even sing in church. Or if I did it, it usually wasn't worship. It was just me singing. I asked our creative pastor, Craig, what he does when he feels this way. And he asked me if I believed the words that we sing are true. And I said, of course. He said, well then... If that's the case, then God hasn't changed. It's your circumstances and emotions that have changed. Whatever you're going through matters little whether God is worth worshipping. Biblically, we see in Exodus, a 94-year-old Miriam pack her tambourine to leave Egypt with her brother Moses and the Israelites. As a 94-year-old, she could have stayed in Egypt where it was comfortable, but she knew her God had more in store for her than that. So she packs her tambourine with the knowledge that even though she didn't know how he would do it, God would come through for her and her people. And then in chapter 15, verse 20, after God has passed, Parted the waters and they've made it out of Egypt. We see her take a tambourine and lead all the women in singing. Sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. Both horse and driver he has hurled into the sea. 
Beth Moore said that when we're in dark times, we should ask ourselves, how are we anticipating the goodness of God? Like Miriam, a girl who knows her God is faithful, packs her tambourine, and not only brings it out on the other side of turmoil, but plays it on the way. Before we finish today, do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners? So Jamie spoke to us a few weeks ago about how we experience God. And as I said, singing to God is one way that I feel closest to him. So worshipping to music has opened up a way of me feeling his spirit and being transformed. But singing might not be for you, so know that that's okay. Worship isn't simply singing in church on a Sunday. Worship can be going out into nature and reveling in the incredibility of creation. Figure out how you worship God best and do that. As Christians, we mustn't subscribe to the ways of the world. We look to Christ for our example. I think we all need a reminder of that. And being intentional with how we worship is a way to not only give God the praise he deserves, but to remind ourselves of where or who our faces should be turned toward in good times and bad. I love it. Mel, thank you so much for chatting to us today on the podcast. It's great to be encouraged and inspired to actually realize the importance of worship and to worship God in every circumstance, good or bad. And no one's talked about it before. So thank you so much for sharing with us on our 61st podcast. Yay, thank you so much for having me. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.